Sport Press. Yeah. No layup line, no warm ups, no nothing. We just walking right into the stadium, get into the game. Let's do it. When the beat on, then it's on. When the right jerseys on the road, cause how we feel where we roam is our home. Leaving these other podcasts null and void. The show can't miss something like Tom Shepard and Corduroy's. Full sport press, you know them boys. Jay run the point, lock for three, and me, I crash the boys. Weezy told you that it's paid for. We already ran the score before the cameraman could go and press record. Now you all in your feelings, cause we trusted the process and y'all was taking for Wiggins. We was spreading the love and y'all was trading for Wiggins. Went to war with the wolves and y'all was waiting on Wiggins, huh? <laughs> I had to do it fast. The flow split the double, grabbed at the dribble, and Euro stepped over the 808. I'm on time even when You are now listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast, featuring hosts Jay Ho, Wheezy, Jeff, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show. Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back and some of you for the first time to the Full Sport Press Podcast. The premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one-stop shop for all sports-related news and topics. I am Jay Hove. Kim is in the building. How you doing, Kim? Yeah, I'm good, man. All right. You know, I'm Peace signs back. Peace signs back. Wheezy. What it do? What it do? What it do? How you doing, man? Oh, I know how you doing. There ain't no reason to even talk about that. You could have called me, though. It's a call. I did call I you. I've been at the same number since 1999. I did call you. Okay. You didn't say nothing. Yeah, I did call you. Yeah, okay. Cameraman, how you doing, brother? Doing great, brother. Thank you. All right. Two thumbs up. Just those fast. Quick thumbs. For sure. All right. Sure. Man. Look at that crazy. Um, episode 418. We're going over the hottest sports news of the past week for both the first and the second half. FSP style. Always FSP style. Better damn know it. <laughs> Better damn believe it. Kick it off, Cam. Best of the week. What you got, buddy? Got a new mattress, man. You got a new mattress? Back been bothering me. Okay. New mattress. Yeah. Yeah. You think it's going to, well, you don't know well, yet. I don't know. Yeah, Listen, sure. I, when I say new, we talking yeah. about today. Oh, today. Today. Okay. Fresh off the press. Yeah, man. I'll report back next week with okay. an update. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I got it, My mattress <laughs> is in the I mean, main bedroom. I'm going to call you in the main bedroom. It's in the main bedroom. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah. No Uncle Tom shit is allowed. Yeah, man. You're yeah, not going to put me on the spot like yeah, that, Chief. Sure. Weezy, what you got best of the week, man? Best of the week for me is... Somehow I met a I met a geek with the phone and got some of my got some of my pictures back from my old phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's a win. That's a win. Shout out to the geek. Geek squad. Geek squad. Shout out to Geek Squad. Couldn't, sure. couldn't cover everything, but yeah. got, got some got stuff. Got some stuff. Yeah. For sure. Uh, my best of the week is US soccer's equal pay for the first time the US soccer's women's and men's team have announced a can a new collective bargaining agreement. That will guarantee equal pay, including World Cup prize money. So, shout out to Equal Rights for both the U.S. soccer women and men's team. Cameron, you getting that? Uh, you getting a uh, soccer joint for the World Cup? You getting it. worst of the week, Weezy? What you got? Worst of the week, man. Uh-huh. Uh, I just had a long week. Long week. Yeah. Long week. Long week. Traffic. Just long week. Uh-huh. All boys took a trip on me. <laughs> It's all good though. He brought it back. He brought it back. <laughs> Dude, crazy. I can't worst week. What you got, buddy? Uh, uh my worst <laughs> of the week is uh 
Whoever the hell did Stephen A. Smith makeup, man, had the man looking like Michael Jackson out there. <laughs> man, That's I noticed he that, was man. Very powdery, dog. Yeah, it was yeah. too much. Yeah, the man. Miami sunlight, the lights. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but that that was that was crazy. He had a lot of makeup on. Yeah, yeah, they had him looking crazy, yeah, man. So. He looked half <laughs> dead up there for real. <laughs> for real, it's pale, dog. Yeah, for sure, he looked dead. For sure, like a corpse. Worst of the week, you could have called me. I'm gonna be real. You could have called my phone. I've been having the same number. For 20 That's years. That's your worst of the week, sure. that quick? No, no, no. My worst of the week is uh, Chet Holmgren. He was asked uh, who he thinks the best player in the NBA is, and his response was, and I quote, me in two months. For sure. Uh, you had trouble with Jalen Duren, didn't he? He did. Yeah, for sure. Can you imagine him going against Draymond, Bam Adebayo? Food. I don't even know what position Chet's going to play yes. right now. That's what I'm trying to tell you. So be careful what you wish for, <laughs> Chet Holmgren. For sure. Be mm-hmm. careful mm-hmm. what you wish for, for sure. All right, check out our iTunes, Facebook, IG. You Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pop, YouTube, and of course the Sound the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archives of the past episodes. Simply search Full Sport Press Podcast. Most definitely. Now, tweet us the questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment, give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. That the revolution will be podcasted. Before we get started with the first half, Wheezy, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners? Yes. Brazilian soccer player Marcelo. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that was good, Wheezy. For sure. Marcelo was demoted from the Lion senior squad for reportedly laughing and farting continuously in the team dressing room after a loss. The 34-year-old defender reportedly laughed during team captain Leo Dubois post-game speech to rally the team after the loss, which drew a lot of attention to the team's manager and the sporting director. Marcelo had recently signed a new contract just prior to the beginning of the season and was considered one of the team's leaders prior to the incident, which the team referred to as, and I quote, inappropriate behavior. Marcelo has since signed with Bordeaux, which is currently ranks last in League One. This is the thing, man. Just grow up. He's 34 years old. You can't be farting in meetings, dog. Yeah, not while well, I'm trying to rally the troops. Not, just, we just not, got our ass kicked, probably. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I'm giving that kind of <laughs> exactly. speech. Yeah. I ain't giving a speech if I ain't just get drug up and down the field. And now you're going to get in here and start playing. Yeah, man. Man, captain should have whooped his ass. Should have whooped his ass. For yeah. sure, the team captain. Does he make Does he make too much money? To not to give a ass? shit? Huh? To not give a shit. Oh, well, I mean. That's probably, probably, that's probably what it is. That's true. Yeah, I mean, he, or he might be with the shit. In your, you yeah, know, yeah, because I mean, if nobody touched him in yeah, there, because uh, he had to have a lot of players in there that would have been angry about that's a good that. Good point. Yeah. A good point. Yeah, scare money don't make no money. Come on, that's man. What that is for sure. You getting that to him, Weezy? Ah, yeah, I take it up there. You take it up there. For yeah, sure. right. That's a long up there for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys ready to get started? The first half. Let's do it. Let's get it. The first half is underway. Full sport press. First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press Podcast. Before we get started, I am Jay Hope. I'm Cam. This is your boy Weezy. Weezy, where can they find you on social media, my brother? FSP underscore Weezy on IG, and I'm at How Weezy on Twitter. Holla at me. Holla at you. Most Please. definitely Cam. What about you, brother? I am Cam. Two underscores. I, two underscores am across all social media. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, just twice. talk to me on Twitter, though. For sure. Yeah. There's conversation going on on Twitter, for yeah, sure. It's the only place you want. Yeah, for sure. I'm Jay Helf on Instagram, man, too. Let's talk on Twitter, for sure. I keep all the comments about Chris Paul to yourself, though. For man. Because sure. <laughs> they there. Yeah, somebody put. They talking about you Chris, bro. Hey, nah, Devin Booker. The heat I got for Devin Booker, it was a good week to go on vacation. I'm going to be real. Sure. Good week to go on vacation. Yeah, they on vacation. Yeah, no, they definitely they on vacation. They on vacation. Gone swimming, for sure. Uh, let's kick the first half off with some NBA talk. The ping pong balls. They falling. The draft order is set, 
And after a wild Tuesday night of the 38th annual draft, a lot of the Orlando Magic have the first overall pick for the first time since 2004. Who they pick in 2004, Cam? Dwight Howard. There we go. Good one. They'll pick an overall for sure. As the maxim goes, you're either selling or you're winning, Weezy. And, or you're selling hope. Um, as the dust settled, let's talk about the winners and the losers. We'll start with the winner. Give me a winner, Weezy. I'm going to go with the Orlando Magic Yeah, as a winner. Like, they was... They were pretty close. Well, they weren't really close, but they, I mean, they should be a playoff team next year after this first round pick. Depends on who they get, but you guys should say they get. The, who, who, who's the first round, y'all think? I have no idea because Orlando has a weird team where they're young and deep at multiple positions. Every position. Yeah, there's not a position that they need. So, so, so it's a bad thing they got the first pick. No, it's not a bad thing, but they're just going to have to move some pieces. I think if they could trade some young guys. Maybe for a uh, a veteran that could come in and play alongside this new number one pick, mm-hmm. that would help. But right now, like I said, they've got four or five guards under 23. You yep. got R.J. Hampton, Fultz, Jalen Suggs, Cole, Cole Anthony. Yeah. Then when you talk about the forwards, you got Jonathan Isaac, you got Chuma Okiki, you got yeah. the Wagners. Both of them. Yeah, and then yeah. you got Wendell Carter, you got Mo Bamba. So they, they're not – Hurting for young talent. They really don't need a GM. Yeah, they don't. They don't really need the first pick. All those guys are first <coughs> round picks. Everybody yeah, that he mentioned, top. Yeah, a lot of most of them a lottery picks mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, they, I also roll with the Magic as well. How do you guys have four number one overall picks? They four in in a what since nineteen ninety one? That's crazy. Yeah, they went back to back over number well, one overall picks. After hearing this, then the only way they can be a winner is that they make the playoffs. They need to make the playoffs without that. Yeah, if they don't make yeah, the playoffs, they're not a winner. <laughs> Huh? At least a play in. Yeah. At least a play in for sure. But you I think Jabari makes the most sense because you kinda put that with the pieces that you already have in Wendell Carter. Also have a Wagner. Um, I just think he makes the most sense to kind of spread out the floor. Because him and Jonathan Isaac, you gotta get rid of Jonathan Isaac if you draft Jabari. Or Paulo. Or you draft Chet and let him sit because you have all these young players and you see who pans out while he gets himself together. True, true. That can also help. You also had a hot take on Jalen Suggs. You want to talk about it or you going to keep that one to yourself? Oh, get get Chet's boy and Chet and Jalen Suggs back together? Hey, man, I'm going to be real. We saw what it did for Joe Burrow. Yeah, for sure. Joe Burrow, (laughs) man, said, get my boy. Watch what I do with him. Yeah, had to get offensive line. Uh, Listen, but what they did was get his boy, though. I got you. Listen, Jalen got some pool. And went to Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So Jalen Suggs got some pool, man. Go get my high school team out. You saw what we did together mm. tow it up tow it up yeah sure. man give me your first winner Ken. the oklahoma city thunder i knew it <laughs> i mean i don't know why we even had to play around i don't see how that wasn't y'all's first winner man they got two lottery picks anybody else got two lottery picks not this year okay i ain't think so so yeah. there we go second pick you know only thing better is first Bro. that's it <laughs> Mm. That's it So this is the thing And I also have them As a winner as well But sure. they can get Really good really fast They got mm-hmm. Giddy last year Six They got him at six right yep. He's a foundational piece We can say that for sure This is a draft made For the Oklahoma City Thunder oh, They can man. attack at two And again at twelve yes, Yeah sir. no for sure You could go get Paulo Bancaro And get a really good piece At twelve To kind of help you out Like a budding player Like I would say Jaden Hardy Oh for sure that I would be know, crazy. I don't know if we necessarily need him, but you yeah. don't need him. But you got Trey Mann. Yeah, Trey Mann, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, why you I got said, Trey yeah. Lou Dort. Yeah, yeah. Now, who do you want at twelve? Then uh, depends on who's there. I actually think we need multiple bigs. Mm, they do. I, I, w- I would like to see us That's get Paolo and maybe if Jalen Duran or someone falls to twelve, maybe grab one of them. That's true. 
yeah, he'll be there. He'll be there. He, he he'll be, might. He'll, he'll be there between nine and twelve somewhere. But around can't there. you see him killing in the workouts and going? He's gonna look top great. Yeah. He's gonna look great in exactly. workouts. But That's yeah, it I'm just saying. depends on. I mean, who needs him? But like I said, if you look at some of those early teams, they might not take him. And yeah. there's a when you talk about Jabari Smith, Chet, Paolo, I even Mark yeah. Williams, maybe right now, there's some bigs that you might take before him. So and they need a big for sure. For sure. What if they get both Zach in free agency? Ooh, put SGA, Zach, Giddy, this four that you draft, Paolo, and then your five, you can sign a free agent five, be Mitchell Robinson. Let's go home. Yeah. Let's go home. We can do that. We can do that. That's I'm be real. And then we'll play, we'll play out team right there. For sure. We'll play out team. And guess what? It got three first round picks next year. Wow. Ha! How right did they do that? Huh? They got 17 picks for the next three drafts. First round picks. Because all them trades they made. Yeah. yeah. Like wow. man, blow Paul it up, George. blow it up one time, and then Chris bounce Paul. back. Yeah. yeah, all those picks for yeah. sure. Yeah, Russ, you got, you got give some me another winner, Weezy. What you got for another? Oh, okay, see, okay, for sure. Are there any other winners from this draft lottery? Uh, I do have another winner. Go ahead, Sacramento Kings. They did. Yeah, first top four picks since I believe like two thousand four, two thousand five, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, they need all the help they can get. That's a damn shame they ain't had a top four pick since 2004, 2005. Yeah, Sorry, they've been, been quite a while. I think the la- well, it might have been later. Than that. Thomas Robinson was their last top four pick. Tom Rob. I, yeah. I almost had them as a loser because I want them to get that top pick. Well, I they mean, I, when you haven't even had one of the top four like in so long, I think just getting that right now is gonna help, especially new coach, new system. He can get someone hopefully that he wants to build around at that position. Yeah, yeah, but they they can't miss. They can't, oh. they, they can't miss on they, – they need to, they need to yeah. get the right. Be yeah. real, they got to get this pick but right. I, I will say this with that pick. At four, you're going to be kind of – not limited in your options, but the, the marquee guys will probably be gone. I think with what their team needs are, because you have two pillars in De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis, you're just filling in those yeah. auxiliary spots. You. So you get someone who can play with those guys. I like Sacramento. I just don't want – I just don't want Paolo to go there. As long as Paolo, he won't be, he go won't be there. For he won't be there for. I don't he won't think be so there for. For sure, uh, that's I don't want that. Let's Shit move on to the losers. What you got, Weezy? Give me a loser, buddy. <sighs> Detroit Pistons. I agree. They they fell to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they were tied with the Rockets and the Magic for the best odds for the top pick, and you go to five, and this is a bad draft spot for this draft because it's Keegan Murray. That's Jalen Duran. That's A.J. Griffin, Johnny Davis. Those aren't the players that they need to go to the next level with that team. They need a, you know, top four pick, top three pick, and uh, those guys aren't the pieces that they need. I would trade that pick if I was them. I would trade that pick. The Pistons? Yeah, and get, think, get somebody. I, I think they're going to take Jay Nive right there, but that's just me. They, I know they are. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I, but I think they need Jay Nive. Yeah. Who else can create a shot on that team? Nobody. Okay. Nobody. But they want Brunson in free agency. Yeah, but you, you, you won't, but you might not get. And now in basketball, if they want you, they'll get you. Man. That's they throw their bread around in basketball. Give me another loser, Cam. Uh, I have the Los Angeles Lakers. Why? Because a year when you don't make the playoffs, you also don't get your pick. That's true. It's ugly. This that's is a bad year all the way around. And you don't have the money to go out and sign anybody. No, you don't. You hurt. You hurt. That seventh pick would definitely, or six, whatever it was, would definitely hurt. Uh, eight, excuse me. So, yeah. yeah, they would have the eight pick. You had to hurt Anthony Davis out of the situation. Yeah. Uh, the Pelicans made the playoffs and have that pick. So yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Another loser for me, 
is uh, Portland Trailblazers. Basically, oh, yeah, sure. Dame <laughs> Lillard. Yeah, they tank for nothing. Yeah. This was a hope for a running mate for Dame. <laughs> they made him sit down and record commercials and things of that nature, do TikTok with his wife, and now they're drafting number seven. You can get a great pick at seven. I've seen it before it happens, but I don't think this is the draft for a number seven pick to be an immediate success. I think they trade that seven pick to Detroit for Jeremy Grant. I think that's the win for them. I don't know if that's enough. It's not enough to yeah. keep Dame there, but I'm saying that's, you got to do something. This is last year, right, for his contract? No. No, we got two years left. Is he going Is he gonna request a trade? Yeah. 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 We've we'll been saying that for two years. He, know, he don't, yeah, he don't yeah, got yeah, the This is the year. This is the year. Because they still had CJ. Now they don't even have CJ. Yeah. For sure. I, I would stay to play with my boy. I for sure. Stand you definitely could have called my phone, though. I'm for real. That was, that was weird. Um, another loser. <laughs> you could have called yeah, me. For sure. The Trailblazers was my uh, yeah. my second loser, man. Yeah. yeah, like I said, that that hurt them. Mm-hmm. Getting the top three pick might have kept Dame there. Yeah, I honestly I think believe so. top three could have kept him there. Yeah, uh, but nah, yeah. I, you can't stay for seven. For sure. Any other losers before we move on? Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks. Yeah, but they just need so much. They just need so much. Yeah, but I had him on my list as a loser. For sure, most definitely. Let's keep it in the NBA, man. The NBA Conference Finals are here. It's entirely possible there's nothing in this matchup for these two teams, well, these four teams. It will match up with the second round that we saw. Saw young, talented teams desperately fighting for their playoff lives. We had two game sevens for sure. Anyway, let's give our predictions for the 2022 Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals, starting with the Eastern Conference. The number one seed, the Miami Heat, versus number uh, two seed, Boston Celtics. Series is tied 1-1 as we record this podcast. Cam, give me the winner and why. After seeing the first two games of the series, I'm going to say Boston because Miami is not getting nearly enough from Bam Adebayo. The Boston bigs have been able to – Kind of pull him away from the rim, so he's not as effective defensively. Mm-hmm. And on offensive, on the offensive side of the ball, because Jimmy is being so much more ball dominant now, okay. uh, they aren't running as much offense and more high ball screen. If they collapse on Jimmy, then he kicks. If not, then he scores. So Bam is just kind of out there. Yeah. And I think that right now, with that, with Boston playing the way they play defensively, uh, and I think they're just they're a more solid team, even in their role players. Uh, if maybe if Miami can get Duncan Robinson to get some, get it going, or somebody maybe to knock down shots, because between him, Struess, and Harrell, I think they hit three threes to combine. That's not enough when you took seventeen or whatever. Yeah, they said they paid Duncan Robinson ninety million dollars to, to chill. To chill. Yeah, for sure. Shit's nothing. Mm. What you got, Weez? Oh, Celtics and what, Cam? Uh, Celtics and uh, we're going back to Boston. Celtics and six. Celtics and six. Weez, what you got? Man, uh. I got, I got, actually, I got Miami in seven. They made like what twelve threes in the first half of the other night. Yeah, and then that last game they had nothing. So, yeah, yeah. And I see them go hot and cold against um, uh, uh Milwaukee also. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I right. think I think Spolstra make a I make an adjustment. Yeah, not for sure. He's a good coach. He can do that. Um, I have the Celtics in six. I think the Celtics Bucks felt like the showcases of the two best teams. The Bucks unfortunately did not have Chris Middleton, so. I thought the winner of that series was going to make the NBA Finals out of the East. The Celtics not only won that series, though, they arguably played the best in Milwaukee in two of their three losses. So they had really big uh, leads in both of those games that they lost. So I don't know, man. Um, In the post-Big 3 era, the Celtics made a habit of kind of reaching the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and never making it to the pinnacle. I think this stops this year. 
They just got to learn how to stay humble, play through those leads. Streak ends here, Boston at six for sure. Yeah, and people got to deal with that Celtics team for a long time. Long time, too. But this is the thing, too. They have role players that are battle-tested. You bring sure. in Al Horford. You bring in a person like Marcus Smart. Um, what's the other kid that's playing? Um, Tyson. Daniel Tice. Uh, Tice is playing. Yeah, Tice. Yeah. Like, I, I think they have a perfect combination of uh, young stars and veterans that know their role. Yeah. Like I said, man, Al Horford has been the man before, but now he knows how to help those young guys and play off of them. Yeah. Uh, Robert Williams is only there for lobs and, and rebounding, yeah. you know, block shots, stuff like that. Like, the only two guys that need to have the ball in their hands have the ball in their hands. And, that, I mean, when you have that, it's kind of hard. Can't think about Grant Williams. He's been playing out of his mind. Grant Williams is a great role player. He's on the floor too much. He's going to be hurt in a couple of years. He's, though, he's, def- he, he's definitely on the floor too much. He, he floor and, too and I do think that Grant Williams is playing a lot more right now strictly because uh, Robert Williams is still kind of dealing with the injury. Yeah. Al Horford was kind of, you know, cold. Robert Williams messing up them parlays, ain't he? Wow, come on, man. You had five, <laughs> listen, man. <laughs> Robert Williams had four rebounds. I just needed four and a half, Chief. Chief, <laughs> four and a half. Hey, listen, you can't yeah, get one more. So people be having them real big parlays that don't share nothing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? My bad. That shit crazy. Yeah. Um, let's move right along to the Western Conference. Damn, I, that's for what sure. Me, Cam. Um, the number three seed, Golden State Warriors, <laughs> versus the number five seed, Dallas Mavericks. The series is one nothing as we record this podcast going to Golden State's way. Weezy, uh, give me the winner and why of this series out of the Western Conference. I, I've got Golden State. I've got Golden State maybe in six. I want to say five, really. They're back. The man is back together, and they're playing together, <laughs> and they're all healthy. Yeah, for sure. They're all healthy. Jordan Poole is just a bonus to him. I think Lucas too ball dominant. He's going to wear himself out. Nah, yeah, nah. He just His others got to step up. What you got, Cam? Winner and why? Uh, I got Golden State in five. Uh, too much movement on offense. I think that the best offensive players for Dallas are their worst defenders. Mm-hmm. You kind of need Brunson and Dinwiddie to create offense, but on the other side of the ball, they don't do well with the uh, chasing. You kind of need uh, Max Kleber and Reggie Bullock and people like that. So it's kind of hard to keep all those guys on the floor around Luka. Mm-hmm. And right now – they're picking the wrong substitutes at the wrong time. The, mm-hmm. the runs are getting out of control. So, I, I don't know if you have an answer to slow Golden State down. So, yeah. yeah. I got Golden State winning in six. You know, the NBA is not going to let those guys go out just, you know, with five. They need six in the, in the conference finals. But the question I have is how is Steve Kerr going to maintain keeping Luka in bay? Like, nobody's been able to do it. I think he's doing a good job as far as double teaming it having defenders coming over and help. But is that enough to keep him, you know, at bay for the rest of this series? I don't think so. I think uh, he's going to have a good game. Because, you know, it, as we record this podcast, he's battling flu-like symptoms. Yeah, flu guy and Luke. Yeah, for sure. You know what time it is. Yeah. But uh, I think that right now the the game plan shouldn't even be to continue trying to mm-hmm. worry about Luka as much. Uh, because if you saw in, like, the first couple series – when Luka has those 45, 40-point nights, they weren't necessarily winning those games. It's when he's got 28, 9, and 9 yeah. that they kind of do. So you don't want to overhelp, over-rotate, let those shooters get going. So, I mean, yeah. I say right now, like, they keep on switching ball screens, things like that, make Luka have to see different looks throughout the night. Yeah. Uh, and then, like you said, rotate, help, man. Yeah. That's the only thing I can do. Yeah. So. All right, before we get started with halftime, let's talk Patrick Beverly, three-time All-Defensive player Pat Bev never been shy, voices his opinion on and off the court. 
He is a prolific trash talker, and he clearly isn't Fred bringing that same type of personality in front of the TV cameras. Mm. Pat has specific venom aimed towards my favorite point guard of all time, Christopher Eugene Paul. Hearing the 33-year-old, his opinion certainly makes for compelling viewing on ESPN, and fans can probably expect to see him more and more based on how much he's driving NBA discourse right now. Question I have for you, Cam, what did CP do to Pat Bell? Well, CP didn't do anything. Pat Bell told y'all what it was. Mm. He, he feels like he he doesn't get acknowledged, and he's better than CP. That's in his mind. He but felt, that's not true, though. Uh, listen, man, yeah. that's how, what he feels. Do you remember when Pat Bell pushed CP in his back? For sure. And messed his neck up, whatever. For sure. He got kicked out of the game. He said he lost his temper. He apologized to Chris Paul on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He said he lost his my bad game. That's what he told him. Mm-hmm. Then you get on national TV. And you know what I'm saying? You wait until you get on national TV. Cameras and on. Air, and, they, and you air somebody out, for sure. Weezy, how you feel about that? <laughs> I didn't air anybody out. Nah, I'm just asking you about yeah. Pat Bev. And, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because it wasn't true. I, I, I think Pat Bev, yeah. he got the cameras on him, man. And he spoke, like Cancel, he spoke his piece. Mm-hmm. He spoke his piece. But not to say it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ain't no fact behind that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, I, you know, you got to have facts behind it. Oh, it's facts. It's always been facts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, now nah, for sure, it's always facts. Got to have facts saying? behind yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's always facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to see if you can get out. That's all. I have facts behind mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit, me too. Yeah, that's what you want to talk okay. about. Yeah. But um, Pat hates two people in the world. Two people? Yeah. That's it? Christopher Eugene Paul, Russell Westbrook. Hates those guys. So any chance that he gets to... Crucify either of those two guys, he's gonna take it low hanging fruit or not. And he had to focus his aim on Christopher Eugene Paul because let's just keep it a band. If they win that game, he can't say anything about Chris Paul and they're favored to win the NBA finals if they make it to play Golden State. I mean, I don't think it, the team in Patrick Beverly has made that very clear in mm-hmm. all of his statements regarding anybody, he doesn't care about team. Like, I see. Yeah. Clearly. He only cares about individual statistics, individual ability. Yeah. So I don't think they winning would change anything. I think yeah. if they won, that Patrick Beverly would still say that Chris Paul is a cone yeah. and that he can't go out. But, again, Patrick Beverly is saying that based off of what he did against Chris Paul at a certain point in time. So can't tell him not to feel that way. At, at the same time, I seen him dog Chris Paul. But then oh, he also – Oh, whoa. You said dog. That's kind of – no, I'm talking about on the. I'm oh, talking about verbally. Yeah, verbally on the court. Yeah, relax now. yeah, verbally on the air. But then he also he came to bat when they were trying to dog James Harden about you know. No, uh, he said James Harden is already super 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 max. max. Super, yeah, super max. yeah. How do you defend? That's his man's though. James, exactly. No, you know how you defend James Harden got paid. No, and that's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't be on national TV and just have um, like views and opinions and try to back a person like James Harden who shot two times in yeah. the second half. I, I, I mean, listen, I don't have nothing to prove this right here. You know, there's a little cam scoop okay. right here, maybe possibly. Okay. I don't think Pat Bev liked it. The Rockets traded him and Lou for Chris Paul. Yeah. I, I think he exactly felt like, you know, hey, we could have won with me or we did the same thing with me. And I think that's his biggest case yeah. is – the Rockets got to the same point with him they did with Chris Paul. So, how is Chris Paul that much better? That's what I was starting with. That's my first question. What did Chris Paul do to Pat Bev and that's it? I think that's yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But here's the question. Mm-hmm. If that, and if that, you know, week with Pat Bev on ESPN, if that was your interview, 
did he or did he not get the job with ESPN after his? He did, he's building his career. That's exactly what he did. I don't think this is the way you go about doing it. I think his comments towards Chris Paul kind of took away the attention of some of the great things he was actually saying, great points. But in turn, I think that got him a gig. It might not be ESPN, might be Barstool, might be TNT, NBA TV, whatever the case may be. But he has a career in broadcasting now for the rest of his life, for sure. Yeah, hmm. ESPN need to give us Bob Cousy versus JJ next. Yeah, for sure. Bob, Bob Cousy said, "Man, stop playing with me. Stop Don't playing with me. Put stop some respect, respect on my respect name. name. Uh, you know stop, who I played against? Me. I played against Wilt. Yeah, he did. He said, is, that. is Wilt a fireman? Yeah, is Wilt a fireman? Wilt's not a fireman. This is the thing. The person was guarding him, Bobby Sherman or whatever the case may be. And Bobby Sherman played basketball on the weekends. Fixed and then during the week, on the weekend. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah nah. week. Wilt yeah. wasn't guarding you, my boy. Nah, nah. nah Wilt and wasn't you wasn't going in there to and try to nothing with Wilt. Come on, man. You saw Wilt, man. Lunch That's food. when you started dribbling in that little yeah, circle with that your right circle. hand. Shoot that right hand. Right hand. All right. right. All right. Crossover. What? One way ticket. Man, come on. Come on. Ticket to hell, for sure. Nah, I locked Bob. Hey, bro, you definitely locking Bob. For sure. I'm sliding. He got me, man. You guys ready to start with halftime? Let's do it. Let's get We're at the midway point. Please enjoy all of the halftime festivities. Halftime, we are back cooking with Wheezy. You are my guy. Let's get it. Let's do it. Uh, last week, I said I was going to come back with the uh, Taco Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to do uh, quesadillas. Y'all want to do chicken or beef? Which one y'all want to do? Chicken. Oh, chicken. For sure. Chicken. Chicken. Chicken quesadillas. Here we go. Let's get it. So, you want to get some chicken. Chicken breast. Mm-hmm. Burn them off. And what you mean burn them off? Brown them off. Oh, burn them off. Yeah. And you cut them. And you want to put them back in the pot. But this is your seasoning. Real quick. Chicken thighs, chicken breast. Let's go thighs, yeah. Okay. No, no, we can go breast. Okay. We can go breast. You like breast? Yeah, I'm, a, sure I'm a breast man myself. Sure. <laughs> Me too. Sure. No fingerprints though. Not Come one. On, man. Come on, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, so and get a little seasoning for the chicken breast. Yeah. All right. You want to go ground cumin? Also, you also want to go garlic powder, mm-hmm. onion powder, a little chili powder. Little chili powder. Give it a little kick. Yeah, the chili powder, chili salt and pepper. Cumin is that is that you know that that'll give you that. That taco yeah, smell, taco taste, taste yeah, to yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like taco season. Yeah. Instead of that. Yes. Okay. Heavy, heavy cumin. What, what do you think about people that use taco season and they come out the bag? Or take it. I grew up on that, so I ain't gonna talk about them. Okay, for sure. I ain't gonna okay. grow up. I okay. grew up on that, so I ain't gonna talk about them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you wanna go that? So, and you wanna brown your meat. I mean, brown your chicken. Make sure it's done. Then you wanna take your corn tortilla mm-hmm. or flour tortilla. I go flour tortillas. Flour. Mm-hmm. Flour definitely. You know. Put the tortilla down. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is this is the part right here. You want to build you a good quesadilla. Mm-hmm. I go cheese. Mm-hmm. I go corn salsa. Mm-hmm. Chicken. Flip. Flip. That's what I go. Flip. But a lot of people go a lot of peppers, onions. I can do that. That's peppers a for sure though. Peppers, onions. Corn. Corn. Hold the onions though. Hold the onions for sure. I go corn salsa. Corn salsa fire. And then uh, take it out. Cut it. Cut it in half. You can cut it in half. You can cut it in threes. Okay. It's not hard. And uh, I go a little cilantro sour cream on top, yeah. and I'm good. I can't do sour cream. I'm not oh yeah, you're a sauce, uh, uh, an avocado guy now. Yeah, yeah. Ben, and not now, Ben. So, yeah. so you going guac? I wouldn't know, huh? I'm asking you going guac. He nah, said, he goes guac. Yeah, yeah, avocado. He goes guac. guac. Yeah, that's that's a bit much. That's fire. Nah, little chips. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm little. I got a picture of that. I put a picture of that. I, I got a picture. I think I got a picture of that this week. Huh? Come on now, don't cheat me. Chipotle corn sauce are fire. Yeah, yeah, that, I miss it too. I don't eat that corn sauce no more. Oh, you yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did it? Everybody was sick off that corn sauce. Yeah, for sure. What tournament? Yeah. 
yeah, did something. Yeah, me and something. Yeah, nah, for sure. That was good. That was good, Weezy, for sure. Uh, a little Modelo on the side. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't drink, but yeah. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> you just threw the Modelo out there, though. You know what I'm saying? Lobos. Lobos. Yeah, shout out Brian. For sure, Lobos. You guys ready to get started? The second half. Let's get it. The second half is underway. Second half, it's more hot topics, the hottest sports news of the past week. It's all through the second half, for sure. It's too many of them. We had to stretch it out for the whole show, for sure. I'm Jay Hope. I'm Cam. It's your boy Weez. Well, Cam got a four doses today, didn't he? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, let's move right along. Let's kick the second half off with some NCAA football talk. The Verbal Haymakers by Alabama's Nick Saban and Texas A&M's Jimbo Fisher in the past 24 hours can be summed up as the most appropriate possible soundtrack for the coming 2022 college football season. They involve programs expected to be two of the season's headliners as both Alabama and Texas A&M are locks to be preseason top five teams. Weezy, I will kick things off with you. Is this a good or bad thing for college football? I, I, I think it's a bad thing. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Talk about it. Why not? Well, we talking about the saving thing. Yeah. I, it's just a bad. Thing. If it's a bad thing, college sports. Period. Mm-hmm. But it, saving them, they, they're going to either have to get rid of or stop coaching. Stop coaching. That's it. I think that's why Jay Wright left college. Hundred percent, Coach K. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just it, it's yeah. a it's cryptocurrency coming into you know it, it's cryptocurrency. That's nobody it. nobody wants to deal Change. with that. Yeah. Changing the guard. People still like to carry the bankroll on them, cash money. Sure. And then we got you can't. That they don't like it. Mm-hmm. They ain't got control over it. They can't talk to the kids how they want to talk to them no more because they're because they're, you, you're running right to the portal. Yeah, because they're trying to run that master suite for sure. Master suite. <laughs> nah, he, that's he, the name he, of the show, man. They run the slave shit, yeah, though, for, sure. for sure. Ken, what you got? Like we said, I think it's bad for just college sports as a whole. Dry snitching. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even, you know, I don't like that. You get up on the mic, just start talking crazy. Come on now. It's just, he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Fuck Jimbo, but I mean. <laughs> Jimbo like that I understand he's a Florida State fan But here's the thing no, no. They asked Jimbo What did Jimbo no, ask no, the listen, school to do This is the thing Talk All to right. me Let's no, have a real on, conversation Because right. no, no, no people don't it, know No because I don't even want it It ain't even about the Florida State thing okay. That's part of it Like okay. that's, that's where my hate starts with okay. Jimbo so, uh, but, but, but wait 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 Jimbo got up there And did a whole bunch of just Man, ask man, ask anybody. Nah, Jimbo, if you gonna tell, tell. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like, come on, man, don't get up Jimbo. there and be like, ask anybody. Yeah, nah. Man, check his old teams. Yeah. Talk to his old coaches. Nah, Jimbo, we gonna talk to you. You you on the mic? You brought it up. Come on, if you gonna talk about it, talk about it. If you gonna, hey, I don't like that. You know that's why I don't. Okay, I can't, yeah, I, I don't appreciate that. Jimbo. For but that. that heat comes from him. Yeah, it was a State. little venom from that. Yeah. But yeah, that was just if he was at Florida State, yeah. I wouldn't like that. Nah, for sure, it wasn't. Come on, man, say it. Speak. Here's my thing. and I let you get off track. Here's my thing. Before NIL, everybody's n- they they they've been cheating, mm-hmm. yeah. but nobody would drop names. Nobody would say, mm-hmm. "Well, Alabama's playing players." Nobody would ever say that. Mm-hmm. But now Nick Saban can call out a player. You don't you don't win four or five championships, Come bro. On, Come on now. Come on, man. You been Number one play- recruiting class get ten people drafted every year in the first round. Yeah, like, you come, be- on, come on now. Yeah, not for sure. And all of a sudden they throwing a little money around. You've been in it for years under the table. Yeah, not for sure. And so, t- you can't lead with, hey, 
they paid for X, Y, and Z. Dropping names you, too. You you cannot lead with that. You have number to, one recruit come on, players. man. They paid for they ten paid, of them. This <laughs> is the thing. Your quarterback got paid more than your old quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Bryce Young got paid as a total quarterback as far as his salary as a college kid more than Jalen Hurts got playing professional football. Sure. So in turn, what do you think? He got that. He everybody knew that. That was a common thing. So two things that Nick Saban did for sure. He told the world that Texas A&M and Jackson State are good teams, and he's mad about that. And then the second thing, he created a risk for the world, just like Jimbo's threatening now, to say, hey, he's the, the god you guys, the czar of football, ain't master. as clean. The master, the master suite. That's what, hey, that's what Nick's sleeping in, master hey, suite. Oh, he definitely sleeping in master suite. He's sleeping in master I, suite. Nah, yeah. Yeah. He, got, he might got multiple master yeah, suites man, come in the on, yeah, For sure. It's going to get to a point where somebody's going to get pushed a uh, former player that no longer plays in the NFL, a former player or a former coach that can't come. Henry Ruggs get asked tomorrow. He in a tough spot. Hey, I'm, I need some stuff on Nick Saban. I can help you out with X, Y, and Z. He going to tell. Jeremy Pruitt, who coached under him, is in a tough spot. He got fired at UT. If he needs some – hey, listen, you need a little money, he going to tell. He but Jones. Up. Come on, man. He needs to shut the hell up or if he's going to shut up. Gonna take your ass on out the pasture like Roy did, like Coach K did, like Jay Wright did. If you can't contend with what's going on now, shut the hell up. Keep okay. it moving. He's a cyborg, though. This thing about Nick Saban, he's a cyborg. He will find a way to fix this shit and do whatever the hell he's already doing it. You know what I'm saying? He'll he'll adapt. Nick, but if you know, yeah. Nick Saban, that, that Mercedes Benz dealership he got Come on, around man. the corner here Around the that. corner, yeah, yeah for saying? sure. Hey. And a couple of them bins that started getting dropped off. Come on, man. Everything, everything. Man. You figure it out. Man, come on, man. He just yeah. mad he not the top dog right now. Let me tell you the only reason that he might not retire. If he get Arch Manning. If he get Arch Manning. So no, but the day Arch commits somewhere else, pack him up. He might dip. Yeah, I don't see him yeah. coaching another. Probably he going he gonna to say he's too old for it. I, I can see two or three more years. Yeah, Especially sure. if he wants one more title within two or three years, he's definitely gone. Except if he gets Arch Manning, you coach Arch Manning. You coach Arch Manning through that. Three years. years. Oh, yeah, not nah, for sure. You don't have a choice. He's just not the top dog no more. He'll find a way. People have access to cheat the same way he's been cheating since 2007. Get over it, adapt, and move on for sure. All right, let's move on to the NFL. During the Pro Bowl this year, The Athletic conducted a brief anonymous survey to get the views and opinions on some NFL issues. The Athletic talked to 20 players with a mix of AFC and NFL players, offense and defense, and some special team standouts. They asked players not to name a current teammate just to lessen the chances of giving a friend a shout-out. The first thing was the most underrated NFL player on offense and who got the most votes was Hunter Renfro, wide receiver from the Raiders, got the most votes for sure. He did earn a Pro Bowl this year. Does that make sense, guys? I mean, I can't say it doesn't. That's their votes. Yeah. I don't know if that would be my vote. but yeah. Hunter Renfro, though, had a, bro, he had a Pro Bowl year, breakout year, nine touchdowns. It was a good year for him, for sure. That makes he sense. He ain't the most underrated player, though. I don't have him as the most underrated player. Pro Bowl is the hit, for sure. Let's move right along to the most underrated player in the NFL on defense. This is the most spread out votes, but the person that got more than one vote was Devondre Campbell, linebacker for the Packers. How you guys feel about that defensively? Still disagree. Mm. Yeah, they great they reaching. They reaching. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think. I first think team all pro, though. So how are you underrated if you're a first team all pro? Because nobody's and he only making two million a year this year. Nah, that's underpaid, not underrated. True. 
They said that yeah. man is underrated. That's nah, what I'm saying. Now nah, the Pro Bowl tells you how good. Uh, for all hey. Pro tells you how good you are, right? I'm just saying. That's crazy. That's that was the vote for we sure. Because underrated would be the player. The, I mean, offensively would be the running back slash whatever. In Atlanta, they had a great year this year. Quarter uh, Patterson. That's underrated. I had, nah, had Jalen Hurts underrated. For real? Yeah, they write him off like he can't be a starter. He led all quarterbacks. Well, that was his first year. Yeah. Hmm? That was his first year starting. Well, half a year starting. Yeah, well, started the whole no, year. he started the whole year. Mm-hmm. He started half a year the year before. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he led all quarterbacks in rushing, was 21st in passing yards. Like, it's, it's not bad for your starting quarterback, especially when they had no run game to speak of. He was you. the leading rusher on the team. Yeah, not for sure. I'm just I'm just giving the votes for yeah, sure. They wrong though. The next take their votes back. Yeah. The next question was the favorite NFL city to travel, and Houston was set up for the most. Kansas City, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and Seattle all tied five team tie. That's just because they was going to Houston knowing they ain't had no real game to play last year. True. Mm-hmm. That's a bullshit answer. The real answer is Vegas. Let's stop it. Let's cut the shit. I think for the last two years, because COVID being pushed around so much, you haven't been able to move and groove like that. And that's a great point, though. Going to Houston, you know, is an easy W. So, yeah, asking a yeah, favorite NFL city is tough. Vegas right or, 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 going to, or going to SoFi? SoFi, yeah, LA. Yeah, but you play, yeah, Chargers, Rams. Yeah, for sure. I get that, for sure. Uh, least favorite NFL city to travel was Buffalo and Green Bay. They were both tied, for sure. I that makes that. sense. Yeah, Cold. Cold. Green yeah. Bay ain't nothing to do out there. Yeah, yep. horrible. Yep. Last season it was also Green Bay and Buffalo. But Buffalo got 10 votes last year. You don't want to go out there. They mean nasty out there. Uh, the next one was Coach You Most Like to Play For, and it was Mike Tomlin with the most votes. How you feel about that? Go to Weezy. I would like to be a, I would like to be a fly on the wall in that locker room. I mean, yeah. I like Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to see something behind closed doors. Braves. One Mike less Braver. vote. Yeah, I can One, see Mike yeah. Braves. People love Braves. That's my favorite coach in the field. Now that my boy B.A. retired, shout out to Bruce Arians. my boy. Yeah. I mean, I just don't see it with Mike Tom. You don't see I, it with Mike Tom? Is that Omar Epps? Nah, I got something I can say, but I'm going to keep okay. it to myself. Okay, for yeah. sure. Okay, is it Master Sweet Talk? Man. Okay, all right, yeah. for sure. That's why, that's why they don't want to play uh, for nobody else. Okay, I got you. Yeah. And um, the next one is, which is worse, playing a 17th game or playing on Thursdays? And they asked on a scale of one to five course one being least likely five men blah 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 blah. and the answer was players don't hate either much it was 2.74 for playing games for a 17th game and a plan on thursday was a weird 3.26 they said it's a short week so still playing yeah man that's what would would you if you play football which one would be worse thursday yeah, they want to play on Thursdays. Yeah, playing an extra game ain't really. I mean, it's just another week. I'm getting paid for the extra game. Yeah. Everything all good. Sure. But playing on Thursday, y'all done cut my rest time down. Rest time is down. Then yeah. y'all throwing my week off because what the hell I'm going to do on yeah. Sunday? And, yeah, the, and the games are too important. Just think, yeah. okay, just think the 49ers. Say y'all play not even division games. Say y'all play the Packers mm. Sunday, right? Then y'all come right back Thursday and play the Titans. No, uh, the Rams. Rams. That's yeah. a division game. Yeah. After yeah. a short week. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, but you they don't really do that. They usually stretch it out to a point where you ain't gotta really play like a like you get a full break with the between Yeah, but this year them them uh them them uh Thursday, Thursday night, night games are real. Every they say every team's gonna play Thursday night this year. That's rough, man. Yeah, on Amazon. Only person that's not playing is the Lions, right? They or they have need a prime time game. They don't got a prime time game. That's yeah. what it is. They don't need one. Yep. <laughs> and last but not least, the favorite current athlete outside of put uh, outside of football. It was LeBron James. With the wow, no brainer. That's no brainer, right? Nah, people love playing basketball, watching basketball. Uh, the next two people were Tiger Woods and Devin Booker, the Phoenix Suns. 
sure. recency bias. What you mean? <laughs> it ain't that many people that's fans of Devin Booker. It is. Real. I'm just saying. It's two you, ah, you hating on Devin Booker. Don't I'm do not that. hating on Devin Booker at all. I'm just saying. Come on, it, it ain't no coincidence that he went to the finals last year. Like he was hot. Yeah, oh it is what it is. Yeah, you right. the best two guard in the league. Nah, it's finished here. Had this debate okay. with you, but that's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't say that. Yeah, I, say I never that. said he it. It ain't no question. Nah, I, I'm not, I know he's he's the best two guard in the league. But okay. what I'm saying, favorite athlete outside yeah, the NFL. That's a bit much. Yeah, come that's on, man. Like, I mean, look at this low hanging fruit. I mean, yeah. killing Mbappe. Who you gonna do that? You gonna do that? <laughs> nah, but listen, what I'm trying to tell you, we're having a debate. It's it's book is recency biased. You got to know that. Anyway, if they didn't go to the finals last year, nobody talks about him. They weren't talking about him. They were not he talking about him when he wasn't he get to the playoffs. The whole time. Man, Book in the bubble did not get talked about like that. Yeah, so he, he said, he said he, he got the Jeremy Lin hype. Lin, Lin, Lin. That's just stressful. I, I ain't know that. <laughs> nah, <laughs> Book and Hoop. But yeah, what I'm saying is just on that, in that yeah, particular so situation. That's recency. Yeah. Okay. I got you. All right, let's move on to the NBA. The NBA's youngest stars were given the spotlight on Wednesday. Rookie of the Year winner Scotty Barnes headlined the first team along with Rookie of the Year finalists Kay Cunningham and Evan Mobley. They were joined by Jalen Green and Franz Wagner. The all-rookie second team was, high, was headlined by uh, Josh Giddy, Bones Highland, and Chris Duarte. Cam, any snubs on this list? Josh Giddy should have been first team. You can't win Rookie of the Month. Pretty much every Four month. Four times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. Nope. What I didn't know, I, I did a little research. That's cool. <laughs> Josh Giddy didn't play anything but one game in, after the All-Star break. Yeah. On purpose. <laughs> oh, man. You can't do We that. weren't trying to win Dude, shit. Do the NBA All-Star players break? make these votes? Nah. Or just uh, a panel? Sports writers. It's sports writers. We weren't. Sure. Were we trying to win after the All-Star break? Nah, but. He I got, did, listen, and it worked. We got 2-12. and 12. He, he only averaged 12, 7, and 6, dude. Only twelve, seven, and six. Yeah. You crazy? That's crazy. Right, listen, bones the, numbers. The, the bar, the bar, so high, man. <laughs> listen, that's that's wild style. I mean, hey, I'm gonna be real. Youngest player with a triple double. I listen. I was agreeing with you. I mean, we talked about it. Multiple in the triple week. doubles. But yeah, yeah multiple he's triple just doubles. Running them sure. off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not nah, for sure. But yeah. I think the voting process has to change. I think they need to bring in more players to vote in on this. How many times Jalen Green win Western Conference Rookie of the Month? Uh, maybe once. Maybe once. Because Giddy won it four times. But one of them was first team. The first one won it once. Make but Jalen Green had a – but he averaged like 18, 19. He had a really good year. What is that, man? He had a really good year in the second half, for sure. It, when Giddy was chilling. You, J- Josh Giddy only played in 54 games. What does that have to do with anything? He played in if one he, game he, after the All-Star if they, break. They, they credit, if they credited him enough games to make second team, he had enough games oh, to make man. first team. Come on, man. If you're going to leave him off, leave him off completely. If you're going to say it's because the game's played, then he shouldn't be on there at all. But if you're going to put him on there, like, man, give him yeah. his right place. Chris Duarte started off really good, averaging 17. Then he fell off in the second half of the season, hit the rookie wall. He went down to 13. So, Josh Giddy, Man. Yeah. Josh Giddy and also Chris Duarte, you know, a little – you know, they started hard, pause, but <laughs> in the turn, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it got a little rough at the end, for sure. Man, come on, bro. Nah. Mm. He did. I'm just talking about this. Yeah. Man, Jalen Green, come on, bro. But he cooked. Did he cook? What did he average? 18. 17.3. That's cool. 17, what, 4 and 4? Oh, you want me to pull up your stats, stats? Because, man, if yeah, we I'm go there, you're going to be. No, no, no. No, because I'm telling you, that right. guy did not have a better season than Josh Giddy. No, nah, I mean, 12, 7, and 6 ain't the Se- greatest. 17, 3, and 2. I mean, what you want him to do? 7 and 6? He averaged 12, 7, and 6. And 17, and, 3, and, and 3. And you said how many games? Josh Giddy played how many games? Cause that was 54. Jalen Green played 6, 7. 
That's a lot. That's a big difference. 13 games is not a Bro, big difference. You know that's a big difference. That's, that's a, big a big difference, 13? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. But 7 and 6 and 3 and 2 was a, you know. Yeah, you know, for sure. That but he played us. in 54 games. Only played two, in one game, second half of the season, for sure. Let's close things recency out. Recency bias. Get the hell out that's of here, That's recency man. bias. Who they cooked, both rookies, Who cooked man. the first half of the season? Answer the question. Could you say Chris that? Duarte. Oh, my God. Out of Josh. Oh, between Josh Giddy and Josh Giddy had a better first half. So that's what I'm saying. It's recency bias. They saw Jalen Green when we was tanking. They yeah. were still playing bullshit basketball. Blame it on that, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Shit. We will close we things we out with the NBA player playoffs. I missed the uh, Eastern Conference, and it was a knockdown drag out. Joel Embiid representing the East and representing the West is Christopher Eugene Paul. Let's go through it, guys. We will kick things <laughs> off with offense. Who is the better offensive player between Chris Paul and Joel Embiid? Cam. Joel Embiid. Why? Because he can score from all three levels. So, sure. got got enough of a handle, especially for his size. So, sure. uh, I don't know what defense you have to stop him. There is no stopping him one on one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think what Chris Paul does on offense is understated, though. The way that he led the league in assists, for sure. Assist turnover ratio is God. Like, I think there hasn't been an aging superstar better. Than Chris Paul, other than I would say John LeBron Stott. James. LeBron I'm talking James. about guards. I'm talking about guards. Wow. Yeah, I'm talking about guards. John Stockton and him set the the threshold for sure as guards playing really good late in their career for sure. And you know, you lead the league in assists five times, dog. Come on, man. What they got to do right now? Though? I'm yeah. just saying it's a part of. Yeah, no, I'm just saying. Five times, I'm just saying. Year, I'm going with Chris Paul offense for sure. What you got, Reed? I'm going to go with Embiid. I bet you are. I bet you are. <laughs> All right. So, defense. Embiid. Joel Embiid yeah, is a great defender. You know what I'm saying? They All lose, world. They lose Ben Simmons, and um, they still have a top 10 defense with Joel Embiid playing there. Got to go with Joel Embiid with that. Embiid. For sure. Team impact and success. Christopher Paul. Joel Embiid. Now, come on now. Now, come on now. Team impact said they were number one seed. It was number one seed, dog. Come on now. Don't do that. Hey. Come on, man. When, when Joel Embiid wasn't playing against Miami, yeah. people said they was going to get you swept. Joel came back. That we ain't talking about the playoffs. Games. We ain't talking about the playoffs. But you can say the same thing. I mean, if you want to talk about playoffs, when Chris Paul had a bad series, they got beat. Nah, and, and when they had a bad – and on top of that, when Chris Paul went out, he won them games, too. This might be, he, he this might be a wash. 14 for 14. I think it's a wash. I'll roll with a wash. That's a good one, Weezy. Um, consistency, right? You know who consistent. Joel Embiid been pretty consistent this year, Dre. Yeah, I'm saying, but Chris Paul is consistently consistent. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're going to get when you get out there. Joel had games where he kind of chill out. Joel, his he, chill out is 20 and 10, but bro. But what I'm saying, now, what are we talking so, so about? So is Chris Paul. No, it is not. It's 14 and 10. No, it's not. He's not trying to score. He's not Man. there to score. He's not there to score. Right. Consistency. Who you got? I got Joel <laughs> I have Chris Paul for consistency. Well, got I'm going to go with Chris Paul. Okay, for sure. And mental. Oh, we, you know what it is. <laughs> mental. You know who's mentally strong. You know Joel ain't mentally strong. You Come on, Cam. You got to give me. I, I gave Cam, I, I gave MB no. defense. What you gave? I gave MB defense. Hey, give it to him. He earned defense, and that's what I'm saying. Like we just completely writing people. That's cool, man. You got it. <laughs>
Pack them up. Let's go. Y'all ready to wrap it up? No, no what? What? No, I'm just saying. It's 2 2. It should let Jeff come back and run. It's 2 2. It should let Jeff come back and win. You died for that. No, it's 2 2. You know, Jeff would still be standing on this table right now. Jeff would get on this table instead. If you're building a team tomorrow with minimal to MB, you got to go MB. I'm going with MB. It's never should have been 2 2. No, it's a fight. No, it wasn't a fight. It's not a fight, bro. It is a fight. No, it's not. Listen, one of them dudes is unstoppable from all areas of the floor. One of them dudes dribbling in circles right now. Nah, man. Nah, that's not true. Both of them home. But yeah, for sure. Okay. Listen, one, yeah. Man, come on, bro. Okay. Stop that. Come Stop on. that. Both of them home? Man, you a. <laughs> Both of them home? Man, you need to go on first take. MB1. Because if you're going to defend Chris Paul like this, <laughs> shit, you hey, defend him. This is a regular season award. And the regular season, they had the number one seed. He was an all-star. And he'll be second team All-NBA. Joel Embiid will be second team All-NBA as well. Man, Chris Paul did not have as good season as Joel Embiid. You are full of shit. There was Stop one it. seed, and then we got a five seed. Stop A four seed, whatever the hell they were. Stop it. I'm just saying. Joel Embiid wins, though. He wins the player playoff. For sure, it should have been close. It was, it was, it was a. Hey, we that gotta make it interesting. Close. That was interesting. No, no, we ain't got a lot to the people. That's I'm not lying. I really do think that <laughs> what he does yeah. on offense is more uh, magnified. Embiid is more magnified than what Chris Paul do because he done it for 17 straight years. That's all I'm saying. Or just this is more important right now. What Embiid does. A, this is the thing, bro. When they needed Chris Paul, he steps up. Hey, now nah, listen, you can guard Chris Paul one on one. You can't. With no help. You can't. You can't do that to Joel Embiid. Stop it. But what I'm telling you, late game situations, the ball Stop. goes I don't care about ball. late game situations, nah, bro. Saying. All four quarters of the game, Joel Embiid can't be stopped. Yeah, Chris Paul can get MVP. He got MVP vote this year. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Chris Paul was up. You don't hear nobody saying Chris Paul was MVP? You no. didn't hear that? You heard people say that. No, I did not. Yes, you did. That now you lying. It was Jokic, MB, Giannis, Devin Booker. Four people. That's it. That's the only Chris people that vote. Chris Paul ain't getting no goddamn vote. <laughs> Stop that shit, bro. Listen, I'm real, man. You off. <laughs> Listen, can we get the next next segment? What we got next, no. people? No, shit. we're Oh, we done. Yeah, let's go home. <laughs> shit. <laughs> now, tweet us with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please raise this. Subscribe, but more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend. To tell a friend. To tell people to leave their friends <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Left me dead in the mud. Wheezy. Everything paid for, big brother. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. We, uh, what do you mean, you don't know? Man, somebody so what you mean, you know? <laughs> somebody hey. signed my boy. Uh, what do you mean, you know? Cameraman, the revolution will be he podcasted. He know who is. Oh, he left me. Thank you for listening to the Full Sport Press Podcast. To catch up on previous episodes, please check out the YouTube page and wherever you find your favorite podcast. Don't forget, tell a friend to tell a friend. The revolution will be podcasted.